Mike's Daily Podcast. Wow. I must not have a life because I've done a podcast daily practically all week. Because I don't always do it because I get sometimes Mike's Daily Podcast. Sometimes I get distracted and I don't do the podcast and I feel bad about it. But then, you know what? That's probably a good thing because deep in your gut, you have to... Whenever... I've used the gut rhymes twice this week. I need to vary my rhymes slightly. I haven't been in a rhyming mood lately. 2000... Mike's Daily Podcast. 416. That's what I mean. Because I'm the king of rhymes, yo. Mike's That's pretty bad. Daily Remember Yo Podcast. MTV Raps? Yeah! <laughs> a lot of very white people said Yo for the first time when they were talking about that wonderful television show back in the late 80s, early 90s on MTV. Remember the other one? What was that other one? Uh, 90 minutes or 48 minutes or something? 68 minutes? It was the alternative block of alternative music your Depeche Mode and oh, who else was big at that time the um oh the jo- Jim and D- Doe John Doe X that was the name of the band X all those wonderful bands that got played in the late 80s early 90s on MTV and my early 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 radio job that I had in the late 80s it was required that I was supposed to go over to this teletype machine that all it did was print news stories on this very large piece of paper the paper would just come out like toilet paper well it wasn't imagine like a roll of toilet paper like a ticker tape like a you know just constantly printing out stuff only it wasn't toilet paper because you can't really print on toilet paper. But it was this really normal type paper and you'd rip it off. You'd rip and read. That's what they said. And here's today's podcast picture. So the story would print. It'd go like the size of a normal piece of paper. And then you'd rip it off and you could read it on the air. Before the internet. So in the room where this teletype machine was... And it would just be all the time. I was required to rip and put on these jagged pieces of very, oh my gosh, now that I think about it, how completely unsafe it was. Nails in the reverse direction. The pointy part out. You would put, that's right, Basil. You would put the piece of paper, you, 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 Put it, you'd spike it, you'd uh, impale it on this nail under the correct category. So there was sports, entertainment, news, world, local, etc. That was the late great Basil the Boxer just then. As I was reminiscing about those days watching the MTV. Oh yeah, so the MTV, there was a TV in that room. And it's supposed to be, you know, like on a news station. Although this is pre-CNN. So this is probably just whatever local... uh, That was in Santa Barbara. So that would have been K-E-Y-T. That's right. And we would... I remember they they would play Married with Children on there. And all the guys at work had a crush on Christina Applegate. But we would... 
put the uh, <laughs> we'd switch it over to MTV and watch the videos, and that's what I remember watching. Michael Penn's No Myth. I love that song. Michael Penn, the brother of Sean Penn, married to Amy Mann from Till Tuesday. Oh, shush, keep it down now. Voices carry and save me. And Michael Penn. He, his song No Myth, with the video played. I remember wa- sitting there in the room. I, I was supposed to be pulling stuff off the teletype. Instead, I'm watching the music video on MTV. So, today... The podcast picture is going to be utterly riveting. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be riveting. So check it out at mikesdailypodcast.com. Oh, hey, got a little text from my lovely lady friend. Oh, yeah. A friend of us uh, told us some very interesting news today. And, well, I can't go into it here because the news is not officially released. So, I know. I know. I should tell you. You know what? I will tell you the news when it becomes... uh, You'll be the first to know. About somebody you have no idea who they are. But it's some great news. So, But see the podcast picture at MikeSillyPodcast.com. I have no idea what it is, but it's going to be good. Okay. There is a lot in today's society of belief going on in some weird stuff. And people that specialize in belief, those being people who are religious leaders, who help the believers, help them navigate this world. They, a lot of them, espouse some beliefs that are completely, I mean, outside of religion. Some of them are saying things like the world is flat and just stuff we scientifically know is incorrect. Across America, when it comes to things, it's hard to believe that people actually believe. The coronavirus pandemic may have fed Americans seemingly insatiable appetite for conspiracy theories. We're not talking about, quote, the big lie regarding voter fraud that persists five months. Oh, this was written five months after the 2020 presidential election. This was actually written in uh, a year ago by Beth Dalby. And this is on patch.com. And that big lie is still very strongly believed. But what are some other uh, conspiracy theories? That people really get into Well you know the one COVID-19 is a head game Researchers say the conspiracy theory Surrounding COVID-19 Is a result of an infodemic A term used to describe The crisis of COVID-19 misinformation The coronavirus pandemic Conspiracy theories run the gamut As we go outside a cafe anyway Somewhere in Podcastro Valley Mont The last place on earth From easily debunked notions That 5G networks the virus is spread and this was believed a year ago ah some still believe that to the idea that it provides a convenient excuse for Bill Gates to vaccinate all Americans while secretly implanting microchips to track and control them to the obvious lie that COVID-19 doesn't actually exist The coronavirus pandemic has been an umbrella for groups and individuals with a shared distrust 
of institutions such as the C's, the C's, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, and others. There's also the conspiracy theory. Well, most conspiracy theories spread quickly on social media. Before major platforms saw the danger they were creating and started clamping down on them. Putting the genie back in the bottle is difficult, though, in a politically charged atmosphere that has transformed a public health issue into a debate over individual liberties surrounding mask wearing, social distancing, and vaccines. And that's thusly where we live. There's also a belief, a conspiracy theory, that lizard people have taken over. With roots tracing back to the second half of the 19th century, that's how far back this goes. The idea that lizard people are taking over the planet is an oldie but goodie. Among those who embrace the idea was a QAnon supporter fatally shot by police during the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. And Anthony Quinn Warner, the accused Nashville, Tennessee Christmas Day bomber. NBC News called such series a very old trope with disturbing links to anti-immigrant and anti-Semitic hostilities dating back to the 19th century. Old New World Order Theory. That's been around a while. According to anti-government extremists subscribing to the New World Order conspiracy theory since the 90s, because I've been hearing that since the 90s, we're already doomed by schemes of a diabolically clever and unscrupulous secret organization to bring about the downfall of the United States, the last bastion of freedom. And you might be saying, oh, that's crazy. Oh, that's... But that look how long that's lasted. And you know what? It's going to continue. The, these beliefs, unfortunately, they ain't going away. This was written a year ago, and these beliefs are still around. According to the Anti-Defamation League... Through repressive measures as well as manufactured crises such as terrorist attacks and pandemics, the globalist conspirators seek to eliminate dissent and to disarm Americans so that the New World Order can move in and enslave them. New World Order conspiracists also commonly believe that hundreds of concentration camps have been built in the U.S., ready to house deserters and dissenters that the government will declare martial law, Possibly on a pretext such as responding to a terrorist attack and that the government will engage in mass gun confiscation, confiscations. Also, there's a conspiracy theory about black helicopter blades. How exactly did the architects of this coup gain control with a fleet of stealthy black helicopters? The, heli the operators of such ominous aircrafts haven't been cunning enough to escape detection though. And they've been presented as evidence in grainy images that look as if they were taken from a first-generation flip phone camera. Stealthy black helicopters are, of course, real. The U.S. government just doesn't like to talk about its stealthy black helicopters because the U.S. government wants its black helicopters to remain stealthy. Experts are confident the pieces of helicopter left behind at the compound where Osama bin Laden was killed in 2011 are from a stealth version of the Black Hawk helicopters. According to the Army Times, the aircraft had been modified to reduce noise and heat and to escape radar de detection. Tupac isn't really dead, is another belief. The moon landing was faked. K-1 
chemtrails are government poison. I know a lot of people that believe that. A research group at Harvard University gets a slew of questions about chemtrails, plumes in the sky that are supposedly similar to contrails, except they carry poison to sterilize and reduce the life expectancy of humans. They are there to control our minds and subjects all to, to wacky weather. The chemical weather. Some of these folks looked at Trump as their savior who would end the chemtrailing of America by executive order, but the tweet turned out to be a fake from someone pranking Trump. Though it was noted in The Guardian, it wouldn't have been the most outrageous missive from the man who once supported the birther theory. And so that's where it all comes from, is strange theories. Maybe that is what I need to talk about in order to get people to actually listen to this podcast. Because you, listening don't really exist according to the theories that I see on my platforms that I have not been deplatformed from thankfully yet uh, that are um, saying that I have no listeners so there you go thank you for not listening by listening hmm what so what is the number one podcast and by the way, that last article from Patch.com, but and Patch.com has, I don't know. I mean, that's, so that story was from a year ago, but sometimes their stuff, it seems like it's local and it's, it's, oh my gosh, this is a local story. And then you find out it was from five years ago. So Patch.com was trying to be this new thing, this website that would really immerse the local news angle. And it, it's been around for a while. I know I remember seeing it 10 years ago. In fact, I got a patch bumper sticker from somewhere. Oh, yeah, it was in Podcastro Valley at that uh, fall festival that we used to do. I think it got canceled last year. Well, maybe it'll be back this year. And, yes, patch.com, I guess, is still around. I don't know if it got as big as they thought it was going to get, but I remember they tried to get a lot of local people to write for it and apparently they got a bunch of liberals to write for it because apparently those are the only people that don't believe in conspiracy theories are liberals that's what I sometimes get from my conservative friends but here's an interesting thought that if I did want to actually get some podcast listeners the number one podcast is one about true crime very Scary People seems to be the most listened to podcast. Then comes a uh, another one called Morbid, a true crime podcast. Wow. Those seem to be the biggest ones. Crime Junkie. Dateline NBC. Isn't that a TV show? Why would you listen to the podcast? Just watch the... You're listening... To something that you could just watch on TV. I don't get it. And then there's The Daily. That's gotten so popular. It's now a radio show on quite a few public radio stations. The Thing About Pam. That is an NBC News podcast. Looks like another crime-oriented one. Gosh, crime just seems to be the number. This according to toppodcast.com. Then you've got a comedy podcast at number seven. Dana Carvey and David Spade doing a podcast together called uh, Fly on the Wall. 
So people like a little bit of comedy. Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett do one together called Smartless. And then it looks like there's a sports one, another conspiracy theorist one, a, uh, a religious one about um, Catholic, uh, the cat from the Catholic faith. So there you go. That's what this podcast said. None, nothing in the gaming world is at the top, which somebody was telling me because I thought, oh, all the top podcasts have to do with gaming. And apparently I am wrong. So I've got to do a, uh, talk more about crime to actually uh, get some more listeners, apparently. But we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcast Valley, Mont, the last place on earth. Look who's here. Hello, Michael Masu. It's Matt. I'm the big old I love all of this talk about the world being flat. Ooh. So you've been to other planets? Yes. You've been to the moon? Yes. Is the moon flat? No. Okay, but it looks flat from where I stand. So, therefore, it must be bl- uh, flat. But it sometimes it is black, and then I can't see it. That's when um, it's, you know, and then sometimes there's a little bit of light, and it's a crescent. Uh, it's a, see, this, this should be an astro- astronomy podcast, and then I would have more listeners. Look who else is here. Hello, D-Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And it's Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, this has been a fascinating podcast day. Yeah, fascinating podcast. What's a teletype? Do you know what? Teletypes. Teletype, you know, little thing. It types, it's on its own. It's like a little typewriter, but it's printing on its own. It's kind of scary. And uh, that's the end of this podcast. Next podcast, it'll be the wonderful Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, John Deere the Engineer. You can tell me what you think about anything we covered today. 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6MM as in Mike Matthews Daily as in what this podcast tries to be. Sometimes gets interrupted, but not lately for some apparent reason. So uh, we'll see how long this lasts. But you can chime in. And for more ways, you can reach me over here. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.